Hey, welcome back to the Afternoon Morning Show. My name is Chris Mueller. I'm joined, as always, by Vinny Kiyomko. Yeah. Hi. Hey, Vinny. How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah? Anything interesting going on? No. Ah, great. Moving on. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and Mrs. Megan Witzker. Megan. I have some questions. Bring your questions. That's why you're here One. for the Afternoon Morning Show. Why am I always second? I don't know. It's just the way I just got into the habit of the, that's the way I started before you joined the show. Well, two. Yes. Why is my name still not on the thing? Which thing? I think it says oh, with that's Vinny. Right. Yeah. You haven't added Megan's on, name. On what? On it fire? It does Wait. not say with Megan. On where? On the podcast. On the podcast thingy. app. I add you when we do like the host. I add you on the uh, the host. Um, I did not know. Was I've it on the? It's it's on the. Maybe it's because your face is so far from your microphone. That's how right. dare you? Oh, that you heard me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of assumed it was a chair talking because you hide behind his monitor. How yeah. dare you? No, I can you. see her behind my giant monitor, and that's fine. I don't know, Megan. I will. I will rectify that situation in six to ten weeks. Um, that's how things work. That's here. how. That's how things used to work before Amazon Prime. Order a product, <laughs> get it in six to ten weeks. <laughs> it was a terrible time. No, and now I can't. No. Even, I can't wait four days. Oh my gosh, you know, like, I, I, where did we go? We are considering getting another recycle bin because we're ordering so much stuff via online retailing stuff because mm -hmm. we're not, you know, we just, it's so hard to shop right now because we can't take Ben to grocery stores, yeah. right? And like, or, or just because Christina would shop with the kids. And so there's right. so much stuff that we're, or, you know, or we needed like plastic boxes to hang our gloves on the wall or, you know, there's just so many things <laughs> mm -hmm. that were our boxes. There's so many boxes right now. So many boxes. I, part of me just wants to build the, the box fort of all box forts in the backyard and just oh. like build another home back there with boxes. That's my project this weekend. There's oh my gosh. There's so many boxes. There's so many boxes. I want one. Yeah, do it. Do oh, it. Oh, yeah. Your my, oldest is going to go nuts. I know. We're literally considering <laughs> asking for another recycling bin for our boxes. That's so funny. I know. I know. Ooh. It's ridiculous. She's all the possibilities. Like, yeah. So it's interesting. So I've been, it's interesting the, the educating people about life for the cancer kid. Cause that's kind of, as we're praying for people, asking people to pray for us and praying for the people who are praying, mm -hmm. you know, we do, I want you to know that if you've been praying with us or you've supported us through the GoFundMe, or you've just been one of the many, many generous people who've brought and dropped off gift cards at our local parish for them to send to us, you know, it's just, it's just an, it's been overwhelming. But I do want you to know we do pray for you every night. Like in our in our nightly prayers, we we thank God for everyone who's praying with us in you know in in being part of this. And so we realize that we're just super blessed. And your prayers are having great effect. Um, my little boy has cancer, and that's terrible. And yes, we've had some tremendous Hulk smash rage for the <laughs> prednisone. And he isn't smash things. He's very. He's actually not violent. He's just just so angry. Um, but it's really like one outburst every other day, you oh. know, it's not too bad. And, and like yesterday he came home from chemo, uh, and he, they, they played imagination for like the first time in, and they were all zoo animals and they were under the dining room table oh, and he yeah, was playing cool. and there's a fort right now in the, in the living room. And, and so he's getting up and he's, he's interacting and, you know, yeah. he's, you know, he's, it's like a little kid with the flu sort of where he feels good when he feels good. And when he feels down, he's down. The only difference is he's he's just obsessed with food right now, like just obsessed. Okay, so about <laughs> about four o'clock, he will go, "What's for dinner?" And you go, "Oh, I think we're gonna we're gonna do lasagna. I gotta go over to the store and pick it up. You should go do that, like right now." Wait, does he say that? Yeah, and then you he'll then he will watch you when as you, you leave in the window. No, no, no. When when are you going? How come you haven't left yet? 
he he really needs to leave to go get the lasagna. Is he going to, dad, mom, when is he going to go get the lasagna? Like he's, and then, so and then I'm just going to go wait in the dining room oh my and gosh. he will go sit at the dining room table and just quietly kind of with his, his eyes are a little lidded right now. They're yeah. kind of droopy, you know, he just kind of with the droopy eyes at the table, sitting there waiting. <laughs> oh my gosh. And you still haven't left for the Still haven't left, just waiting. (laughs) Just waiting. You see him sort of start to nod off the table. Ben, you want do do you want to go sit in the on the couch? No, just waiting for dinner. Just waiting. Okay. Yeah. No, it's just very (laughs) Oh man. You know, I fed him breakfast this morning. He had uh, oatmeal and eggs, you know, and and, uh, about eh, ten minutes later. What's for lunch? Oh my gosh. He's just, because Pedro oh makes you hungry. He's just hungry. And so you have to kind of, all right, well, when mom gets back, we'll have a snack. Okay. And so we do breakfast at like seven thirty or eight and then we do snack at 10, lunch at noon, then a snack at three. Then it has to, cause you, he'll explode. He'll yeah. eat until he bursts. Um, yeah. Is he still asking for funny things? Oh, very specific. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I was telling my husband, I was like, when we were leaving last time, Ben just wanted guacamole. Yeah, no, yeah. It's and so, it was like ten thirty. Yes, to this morning it was <laughs> eggs with salt on them, please. Oh, yes, they must be salted. Thank you very much. Interesting. Yes. Um, <laughs> so it's just you know, it's, so he's just kind of like a normal kid who's sick, right? Um, but he lays on the couch and just wants the just weirdest thinks of food and wa- just thinks of food. I really think that's all he thinks about right now is food. Um, Wow. And, you know, in those spurts, like, and just like when a kid is sick, like when a kid is sick, they'll have, like when they have a fever, they go down. Yeah. But then when they don't have the fever, like you give them the Tylenol and all of a sudden they're back to normal. You yeah. know, he's never back to normal. I don't want to say that, but he does have up moments. Yeah. yeah. And then, but, but you know, the majority of the day is down. So, yeah. Those so, moments where he's a kid again. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. And just, we're just obsessively f- afraid of, uh, of bacteria yeah. right at this point. So can I tell you, I was going to do a product endorsement in the last episode. I didn't get to it. And this is not an endorsement because we're a nonprofit, but a product I love, right. That tell I'm using us. personally. This is not everyday Catholic endorsing. This is just Chris Mueller saying, I love this product. Dude, simple green. Oh. What? Yo, simple green is the best. So when we, when we moved into this house, it was a HUD owned house. It was a foreclosure and it was beat. Okay. This, it was beat. Like we've done a lot of work in this house. We have this white tile. A, who puts in white tile? B, it's textured. So it's ah. not white, smooth, slippery tile. It's white textured tile. So it gets in between all the grooves. What and evil stuff. expletive did that? I mean, like, who who is that guy? What are you, like a Nazi? Like, what were you thinking? Was this like... Anyway. They'll never know. We have washed it and scrubbed it and bleached it and and you can and it got to a point where you're like, well, I guess it's just this is their stain. They're never going to be. Yeah. They're never going to be good. The color now. Yeah, we'll replace them. We replace them. So you know, I I uh, we we figured out you could soft scrub them, like with soft scrub bleach. You could just oh, scrub yeah. them with a brush. Totally time consuming. Terrible. So yeah. we did that once. They get dirty again. There's nothing you can do. Um, literally, we were having cleaning ladies bleaching our floor every week since we've had Ben um, and they weren't doing anything since cancer came. So I just, I, I got some Simply Green or Simple Green. My wife hates it when I call it Simply Green. She thinks I'm an old man. Uh, it's it Simple Green. Like Thank you. I know. <laughs> yeah. We got the Simply Green. Yeah, it's Simply Green. It's Simply. It makes sense. I don't know what does make sense. Anyway, yeah. uh, you spray just, just, so at first I sprayed it on and I scrub brushed it mm-hmm. came clean. I was like, oh, that's awesome. And I was like, well, let me spray some on a tile and, uh, and just see what happens if I just wipe it. So you spray it on, let it sit for three minutes, mm-hmm. wipe it, gets as clean as yep. it did as if you scrub brushed it. Now, did you 
does it say three minutes or you have I just let this it in time? I, this is my method three okay. minutes you know so so much to the fact that my my middle school daughter was looking to make some cash and I was like all right we'll pay ah, you 50 cents cash. a tile uh, and so she 50 cents a th- tile. Th- they're large tiles I think I think wow. max she can make would be 45 for the whole house right okay. um, still that's... but she spent like an hour cleaning a big segment of floor, like a huge I segment mean... yeah and and you got to, and then and then I took my high schooler and I said you haven't done any chores today so you have to clean the tiles in the hallway to your bedroom and the bathroom go they clean them my life is forever changed oh what a yo life. but simple green you can I believe clean. it's simply green simple <laughs> it's simply green the simply green is um, amazing it'll stuff. clean anything and everything I I am so it's I amazing. I love Brock so I actually tweeted out like I tweeted out that I was how impressed and simple yeah. simple green got back to me and did they, they were, really they did they retweeted me so I'm uh, that's pretty uh, good yep well that's kind of like when Ed Sheeran posted that he loves ketchup and who's it Heinz ketchup right yeah got back to him and they made Ed Chup wow like he just like loves ketchup he's like this isn't an ad this isn't a sponsorship I love ketchup hmm and then now they have Ed's face on their ketchup. Do you know that ketchup is not as as homogenous as we think? Like, you know, we think ketchup is Heinz ketchup, right? But you, there's like, you can make different kinds of ketchups. Yeah. I've seen that. It kind yeah. of grosses me out. I don't know. I'm kind of excited to try it. No. This is my next so thing. so uncomfortable with it. They don't, they, they, do, they do banana ketchup. Oh, see, that's just wrong. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, but it's not, it's not. Now, a culturally insensitive moment with the afternoon morning show. Yeah. That's disgusting. They're wrong. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah. It's, that's horrible. It's, it's like sweet. It's, it's actually sweet. Ketchup is sweet on its own. No, but this is, is it like, not? Am I wrong? No, but is ketchup normally sweet? ketchup. Nah, it is pretty sweet. Yeah, vinegary. It does. It's vinegary. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ketchup chips, the Canadian delicacy yeah. that they won't give us. They're very vinegary. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. whereas this is a little on like the milder side because, like the plantain. Okay. That they use in it. I feel like plantains are just stuck up bananas. They're stuck up bananas. Yeah. So, yeah. so so so, if they were just eating like banana chips, would they dip those in regular ketchup? No, because you don't dip. It's a different I'm flavor. A, it's a, it's very, what color is it, though? This is my question. Not understanding. Is there tomato it's, in it? It's a lighter. Yeah, it's like a lighter. A so lighter it's red. a tomato. And I will. Use, okay, I will. Because I've seen, I've seen ketchup made with raisins. I've seen that. Why? I've actually tasted that, I believe. I don't know. They did, but it was good. What? Is that a restaurant in Orange? Haven? Maybe. Could be. One of those know. like super what? hipster. Oh, gastropub. Gastropub. Yeah. It's not a restaurant. There it is. It's the a gastropub. Gastro yeah, that because we're pretentious. Want yes. some pig ears? So no, go away. Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so no, uh, I have no idea what we're talking about. We're doing Ben stuff. We're talking about... We went somewhere. I don't know. We started talking about banana ketchup. Ed Sheeran and ketchup. That's right. And oh, product endorsements. Okay, another endorsement that I like. Wow, this is one of the best <laughs> afternoon morning shows ever. That was classic right there. That's going to be on our reel. We actually put together a reel. It's like, I have no idea what we're talking about. And then we both go, uh, uh, okay. Silence. That's beautiful. Um, I've mentioned this before. It's the workout app that I'm using. Yes. Yes. Um, this is the play- Oh, I meant to download that. Then I forgot. It's good. The playbook app. Um, loving this app. So I, you know, it's interesting because I, it, it's so the trainer that I use is Don Saladino and he's famously, he was Wolverine's yes. trainer. He was yes. Scarlett Johansson's trainer. Mm-hmm. He was Ryan Reynolds' trainer. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he's, he actually, what's cool is he- he puts together the six week program. You can you can reply back or make comments, and then he gets back to you. And so, like the other day, um, the it, it was supposed to update with a new program as of June first, and it didn't. And so I just messaged him through the app, and I was like, "Hey, what's going on with that?" He said, "Yeah, we're working on it. It's really more of a playbook issue. Why don't you reach out to them?" And then they got back to me. Um, 
but I, I tweeted something like my son and I are doing the program together. My high school son and I are doing the program together. So I, 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 when he put the new program up, I was like, oh, this looks really cool. Looking forward to doing, there's some field days where you go run around and do agility training. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm looking forward to doing that. Worked doing it with my son. He was like, ah, oh, it's really cool. Let me know how it goes. You have any questions? Just, you know, send me, send me a message. I'll I'd love to help you. It's just kind of neat. Nice. Like it, it gives you the impression and it, this could be an intern or somebody in India. I don't know, but I like it. But still there's like, there's like that that almost instant like communication. Hey, that's right. awesome. Let us know if you need anything. Right. Totally. We had what to do some alternate stuff and uh, we had to do some alternate workout stuff, uh, exercises because like there's no ab wheel in our gym. Oh, and I just kind of let him know what we we're doing. He's like, excellent. You're doing a great job. You know, it's like, oh, cool. I like the little attaboy. Thank you, know? you friend. Yeah, totally. Like we're buddies. Um, but the, you know, it's kind of neat is there are other trainers too, like this, this Magnus Ligdeback. He's, he's Swedish, but he uh, trained Gal Gadot for Wonder Woman hmm. and he's trained. Um, did you see the movie Glass? No. Um, okay. There's one guy in that, the guy who plays the beast and I can't remember his name, but he, he plays uh, professor X in the X-Men movies. Yeah. He's not a big dude. Like he's kind of current. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. X-Men's? Not Patrick Stewart, but the young. Oh, him, X. Scottish anyway. kid. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway, that guy, he got like ridiculously yeah. strong yeah, looking for this movie. Right. Um, so that, but you can go use that guy as your trainer if mm-hmm. you want to. Um, well, that's fun. There's, and there's different, yeah. So it's kind of neat. I, I like this app. So I wanted, I'm, I, so the Chris Mueller project used to be the name for our TV, our show. Yes. We changed that to Everyday Catholic Show. I'm keeping the Chris Mueller project name and I'm, it's just going to be sort of my blog about me working on me. Um, hmm. And so I actually just started oh, an Instagram. You are your own project. I, it, it's hey. the Chris Mueller project. I see what you did there. And you know, like I, cause I was, I was thinking about it. Like I've got so many excuses to just give up right now right like yeah. um just to stop working on me or stop working on our business or stop working on life and you can't you know what mm-hmm. i mean like well, i'm fighting for ben right now for ben's life but i still want to be a young dad when he's a teenager yeah even right. though i'm not going to be a young dad when he's a teenager so you know so this is a way that i can do it and yeah i realize that as my kid goes through cancer treatments i'm gonna miss workouts i'm gonna there'd be days where i eat fast food um, there can be days I don't get into the office because we're dealing with stuff, but that don't let that stop you from starting, mm. right? And so I don't know if you listen to this. We talked about the afternoon morning show, you know, drink the Kool Aid challenge. We we, we fizzled. We did um, fizzle. But you know, you know, you can follow me along on the Chris Mueller Project uh, Instagram, um, or you can follow me along. Yeah. So I'm going to start a blog on this where I'm just it's me working on me. It's products that are making my life better or helping or so you can you can be a part of that so that's something i'm, I'm getting Sweet. ready to do so that is not an everyday catholic project that's a chris mueller project. project yeah the chris mueller it is the chris mueller project yeah, and i'm really the project is. yeah so join You're me doing brand endorsements. and together we can no i just think it's like i i love the idea of not like i'm never going to stop learning yeah i'm never going to stop trying to be healthier you know what i mean I was greatly influenced by Chris Drager. That's what it is. Greatly. <laughs> greatly influenced. I was going to do a product endorsement. But, uh... And if you hear that noise, that's actually my stomach. I had, I had Indian food earlier. Uh, that's, <laughs> what is what is the Indian food from earlier? It's all like a small child. Yeah, no, that's the baby <laughs> here in the studio with like... us. <laughs> Wouldn't that be terrible, though, if that was... I think you brought me in here to stop this. Yeah. <laughs> so so I am stopping right it. <laughs> but the greatest thing is that your daughter is keeping you from being able to do that. Yeah, it's true. So then the two of us just get to go. <laughs> she's on our side. Sure she's fine. <laughs> anyway, um, but we were to get some other stuff. So if you've been, uh, so I think I've made no bones about this. I love the show Parks and Rec. Um, yes. In particular, 
I like Chris Pratt on that show. Mm. I think he's hilarious. Hilarious. Um, the Andy character, just one of, he just, his commitment to it, he just did a great job with it. Um, I li- I've really liked his work outside of the show. Mm. And, and honestly, I think one of the, one of my favorite celebrity moments from last year was Chris Pratt. Was it the Kids' Choice Awards? Yeah. When yeah. he was talking about like, um, when he was talking about God mm. and, you know, you can, you can have a relationship with God and all you need to do is pray and he's there for you, you know, and I just, wow, like, I like this guy. I actually saw a tweet the other day where someone says, um, you know, uh, Chris Pratt's radical evangelicalism is made one of the shows I want to watch the most unwatchable to me now. And it was like, and I was kind of like, shut up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, okay, well, the guy who plays radical. Well, and Ron, the guy who plays Ron Swanson is a, is a terrible person yeah. as far as his moral views in my mind. Kind but of a like, bummer. Yeah. But, but I'm not going to like, again, I, let's, let's not, let's be, let's, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like we're so like about stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, so, so Rob Lowe is a conservative. Uh, Chris Pratt is a radical, it's not a radical, but it's a Christian. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, Aubrey Plaza is, I think she actually is that character in real life. I, I think, think that's so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she just plays herself in yeah. every role she's in. Which is the key to acting. I think we've talked yeah. about this. Um, but, uh, you know, what's her name? Whose name I can't remember who was the lead on that show. She's Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. Very liberal, you know. Um, so there's mixed, they're, they're just kind of like the people you would yeah. run into anyway, in right? And I'm not going to support or hate the show because of that per se. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but I, to, to stop watching the show because someone's a Christian just seemed very... Yeah. Big stretch. Very hate speechy to me. Anyway. Yes. Um, okay. Side note. My daughter. There's apparently at my daughter's school, uh, our middle school. One like one kid said something. There's you know the whole gender theory and, mm, and so yeah. a kid said, you know I don't believe that. It's just I I'm I'm a Christian and this is what I believe. I don't believe that that's okay. Blah blah blah. She got sent to the principal's office for hate speech. That is drama. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. My nephew, oh my somebody asked my nephew about some girl and he said something and, and with this kid, it could go either way. But he said something like, well, no, she's a lesbian. That's how she wants to be identified. Yeah. That's what she said. He was sent to the principal's office for hate speech because it could have been it could have been perceived as derogatory. That is ridiculous. Right. So you, what do you I, I, so I just like they're picking on people pretty much. Yeah. Yep. So this is the new normal in California. Um, anyway, but anyway, back to Chris Pratt. Um, we, we probably could do a whole episode on that. We you know, probably could. We That'd probably be... should do a whole episode on that. Not this week. Uh, yeah. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. So Chris Pratt, this incredible Star Christian Lord. guy. Um, and you know, kind of, I, I hate the, I hate that I know about celebrities' lives, but I do. Um, you know more than I do. I so. shut up. But not more I'm, than I do. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so I'm on the bottom end of the spectrum. Pretty sadly, nothing. like his marriage ended last year. Yeah. And I, I hate that. I hate seeing. I, I hate seeing the you know some it's such a it's such a thing that we do in our modern culture where we we watch celebrities' lives fall apart, yeah. but just like gosh, I, here's a guy who seems like a good guy. I hate that his marriage ends. Like I was I was praying that you know for them when I would think about it. Like you know I'd see something in a tabloid. Like, yeah. I'd just pray they could put it together. You know because they got kids and stuff. Um, also, knowing he's a person of faith. Like I I want to support that right. Yeah. Um, so here's the weird part for me. So Chris Pratt just got remarried. Like, over the weekend, he married Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is kind of random. Kind of random. Kind She's of 10 funny. years younger than him. So, super cute. Yeah, but I just, there's part of me, like, so he, he, his marriage with his wife, who is in his age range, fell apart. A year later, he's married to another woman uh, who's 10 years younger mm-hmm. than him. 
and I just I just have a hard time like again I'm and I'm not, I don't know and I'm this is not man, who am I to even be in his life but like I just don't get the Protestant view of divorce. Mm. Yeah. Right? Like the Bible's pretty explicit. Matthew's pretty explicit about divorce, like, you know. Um I, I don't know. I thought maybe something we could talk about. <laughs> yes, interesting. The interesting. I mean, Hollywood in general. Well, yeah. It's like marriage is them making it a committed dating relationship. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah it's so much. weird. I mean, you know how fast they the and I, I just has that bled out into the mainstream? I don't. I don't know. It's as a forty-year-old, I can tell you there are a lot of people I grew up with who are divorced. Now. Really? Um, and you can always see it on Facebook when their their profile picture changes. Oh yeah. And all of a sudden, there's oh. no pictures of their spouses anymore, and yeah. you're like, "What happened?" You know, like. You know what I've seen? Yeah. Is um, you know how girls have like bachelorette parties? I've seen two girls from my high school. They were older than me, but um, they've had like divorce parties. Like they went out. What? And they took pictures. Like with girls are like like kind of like bridesmaids photos, and they'll be holding signs that say "boy bye" or something like that, like just really celebrating the wow. divorce. It's so uncomfortable. Remember there was that TV show, The Girlfriend's what? Guide to Divorce. I never saw it, but yeah, I did hear about well, that. I didn't see it either, but I mean, you know, <laughs> I I'm a good person. That's why I um, have never heard about this. Yeah, there was a TV Crazy. show. It was like a Lifetime show. Was it? Oh, yeah, no. I think okay, I don't know. I, I assume I don't have cable, so I don't know why I would know that, but I assume it was Lifetime. Um, yeah, I just, it's, it's very, it's a strange thing that, that it's, I just, I, you know, and, and as a media, everyone's like celebrates this thing and I, I don't know, it's just hard for me to get it. Like, you know, like I don't know how you can get around as a, as a Christian or, or as a, yeah, as a Catholic, which is pretty cut and dry, right? Like you can't, yeah. there's no divorce in the Catholic church. Now for that, um, we do have a, uh, annulment, annulment, right? Yeah. So, and people say, well, annulment's Catholic divorce. So do you guys, it's not, right? You know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Annulment literally nullifies the sacrament. So basically what what annulment says is that the one or both parties was incapable of entering into a covenantal marriage. Yes. Mm. So interesting. My father-in-law just went through it two years ago. Okay. um, And they need witnesses and like written accounts and like evidence. Right. Um, which he really, really had, but um, I, I had never known that it was so thorough. Right. Oh, yeah. It's it very is very intense. And so, what would make someone incapable of entering into a covenantal marriage? Well, um, you could say outside pressure, like your parents were making you get married. Yeah, that would be mm-hmm. you weren't able to. Uh, mental instability. They yes. weren't able to. They weren't mentally able to to make the commitment they were making. Uh, the couple was living together before they got married. Um, they weren't in a state of grace to enter into, uh, you know, so that can be taken into consideration. There's a lot of, of things about that that you go, okay, well, were they, and so what the church is saying isn't that they, they got divorced. It's saying they weren't actually ever sacramentally married, like right? It should never have counted. It should never have counted. It should never have happened or it didn't, it didn't happen, I guess is what it is. Yeah. It's, 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 it's so weird because then if you're, what about me as a child, you know? Yeah. Um, well, obviously you're, you're a child. There's nothing wrong with you, but like, um, but yeah, like the marriage never happened is, is kind of the, the premise there. So I'm looking, I'm sorry, I'm in my Bible looking for Matthew 19 where Jesus talks about divorce. Here you go. Um, uh, for this reason, a man shall leave his father's mother. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Okay, go on. Blah, 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 blah. And the Pharisees came up to him and tested him by asking, is it lawful to divorce one's wife for any cause? He answered, have you not read that he who has made them from the beginning made them male and female? 
and said, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one. So they are no longer two, but one. So like, if you believe Jesus' words, when you get married, you're not two different people whose lives can become different. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're one person. And so the whole, we grew apart thing. Okay. Now grow back, back together. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Like you don't, you don't get the choice to grow apart. Um, yeah. You know, and I, and how does, I, and I don't know, I feel like there's so much external pressure on marriages that we've contrived, like, you know, kids sports and clubs, mm-hmm. you know, club sports and all of the stuff where we, it's very easy to spend your life driving kids different places and not be connected to each mm-hmm. other. Um, uh, what therefore God has joined together, let no man put asunder. And they said to him, why did Moses command us to give one a certificate of divorce and put her away? And he said, basically, because your hardness of heart, Moses allowed you to divorce your wives, blah, blah, blah. And, but he, but Jesus really gets down on it and says, I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, except for unchastity and marries another commits adultery. And he who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you get married after you're divorced, it's adultery, right? And again, like God forgives our sins, but not it's not like you're in a state of adultery. Like you'd have to like you'd have to like Right. Does that like mm-hmm. I don't know how does that work to say again, you know, I don't know. The church like can you can a person be in a state of so you you got remarried it's two things, the divorce. Right. And then the adultery of being right. remarried, right? Right. So was the was the being remarried or is it the conjugal act? Mm. Does that make sense? So if you if you confessed, I got remarried um, and now I'm, I'm remarried, you confess that mortal sin, do you then have to get divorced? Because mm. what I, because what I've said, this is kind of a weird, a, a weird sort of parallel. But so for instance, if a Catholic man... Um, got a vasectomy, right? Okay. Shouldn't shouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, but if he did, what the church teaches is, well, you go to confession. You confess your sins and you don't actually, you're not then required to have it reversed. Okay. Okay. So, but you still have all of the effects of it, yeah. right? Right. So if a Catholic, if a person, a Christian got divorced and remarried, if they confessed the remarriage, do they then have to get divorced? Because they still have all the effects of it. Right. Because... Then it would be like a. It wouldn't be. State. You're not making your act of contrition. It would be attrition because you have no intention yeah. of fixing yeah. or changing your ways. Because it would just be a constant. You would just state be continuing. Of... So it's. I just anyway. It's an interesting thing. I mean, huh. here, here's the long and short of it. Just stay married. You know right. I mean? Yeah. You know, and or I think, don't get married or unless don't get married <laughs> you're aware. Unless you're aware of it, yeah. which means you know, which kind of goes to marriage prep, right? Right. Yeah, I think that's part of the part of the reason. You know, I. I Gosh, who was it? I think it was Pope Francis said something like pretty much 90% the majority of marriages in the church today can be annulled um, mm. because we've done such a poor job forming people for marriage. You know, um, I will have you know that when my wife and I went for a marriage prep, they give you a little test, the praxum, like, you yeah. know, like you have to, so you have this test, like it's, okay. it's, 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 thanks it's, for turning to me and explaining it. Well, there you go. Well, you're the- <laughs> Minnie, as the unmarried person in the room, I'd like to explain to you some of the intricacies of marriage prep. Um, here, does, come this, closer. does this count towards the day mar- where I do get <laughs> Maybe, yes. maybe. Okay, now you'll know what that word means. So yes, so but anyway, they give you this test and it's like, it's kind of like a compatibility test, but yeah. it's really more to see like where you are in line and where you're not in line. 
Right. Like gotcha. how you handle the not being in line. Right. So basically then you get to argue in whoever's prepping you's office uh, about it. It's fun. Oh, sweet. Yeah. It's Real good. Fun. Sounds On like a good time. Our priest, who is an older priest, Father Bob, he, uh, he said that we scored the highest on the covenant section of any couple he'd ever seen. Ooh. So we have no wow. ground. We have Did you no, get a trophy? We have zero grounds for annulment. Zero. Uh, None. <laughs> zero. But he did say, but don't worry. We have a lot of other things to talk about. Oh, funny. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Um, making it work. Uh, yeah. Well, we went to our um, engaged encounter. Um, and I mean, I think it just kind of goes with like, if you're involved in your church and like you kind of know what you need to know. Mm-hmm. And if you're right. just going to your marriage prep as someone who like is checking off the boxes to have the sacrament, then there's a difference right. in what you go into marriage expecting and aware of. Totally. And so we're there and they're they're bringing up these topics and like, well, here's another big topic that you need to talk about. And Matt and I were just like, check, check, check. Like, right. we already covered this. Let's get married. <laughs> right. Yeah. But everyone's like, oh, we didn't talk about this. And like expectations of a wife, expectations of a husband. Right. And yeah. they're like having these fights. And we're wow. just sitting here like, we've been done for 15 minutes. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I remember that. It was, <laughs> it was <just> really <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah. This is the worst weekend ever. On our marriage encounter weekend, like half the group was pregnant. So yeah. it was it was a little bit uncomfortable for that place too. Like, are we doing Lamaze breathing? What's going on? I didn't, I didn't know I was in for that class. Um, yeah, it was very weird. And at one point, everybody had to sit in a circle with their their, their fiance in front of them. So you sat like together and she sat and leaned against oh, you. Ugh, it was so, they turned the lights down and then you could ask any question you wanted. And the, the oh priest gosh. who was facilitating wouldn't answer anything. He would just be like, well, what does everyone say? And so people that are asking questions terrible. about like teaching, like teaching, church teaching. Yeah. And I'm... I don't know. What does everyone else think? And I'd be like, um, actually, there's an answer to that. And I, you know, I, t- I sort of took <laughs> Let me over. Pull out my catechism. As is my Maybe. way. Yeah, yeah. It was so bad. It was just oh, it was the worst. It was <laughs> I absolutely. I could just see the them worst. sitting around. And- we didn't have to do that. That uh, sounds horrible. It was absolutely. <laughs> like your nightmare scenario. Does that make sense? I think Matt would have left. Oh. He wouldn't have been able to handle it. Or what? the talk they had about mar- marital intimacy, where they yes. had this couple get up and talk about their, their sex life. Yes. Yeah, that was uncomfortable. Wow. Yeah. We still make jokes about it. I mean, they, we literally to this day still <laughs> make jokes about that. Is that supposed to be part of the it, I think so. Yeah. Our couple was like 67. Oh. oh. <laughs> So there's that. Ours was middle-aged. I mean, they're probably my age now, but, you know, because it, it, he would travel for business and she said, and sometimes I'll put a little something in his bag, you know, just with a oh note. Gosh. Like, oh hey, when we get back. And so, <laughs> so I will I will regularly make jokes about this. I'm on the road. Like I went through my luggage. It was nothing. It was nothing in my luggage. You know? <laughs> So anyway, uh, yeah, I just, it's just, you know, it's a, it's an uncomfortable thing for me, you know, and obviously we love everyone, right? In the church, right. you do have people who are in this situation where they're, they're divorced and remarried and not annulled. And what's so sad is a lot of times they could probably be annulled mm-hmm. because just because again, like I said, the level of formation most people had going into it, did they fully understand the mm-hmm. sacrament, all the contributing factors, you know, what was the lifestyle happening? What, you know, all of that stuff. Right. Right. And they just don't, they just, they don't know that. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and I'm not saying, you know, we Catholic church should be just handing out annulments, boom, boom, right. boom. Yeah. But we also have to live with the wreckage that we've, we've, we've kind of laid before us and the really poor formation and then performing quote sacramental marriages for people we know are not 
living the Catholic mm-hmm. faith, right. right? Like we we have we have fed into this idea that it's just a big pretty day where you get to be a princess. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, we by not taking the sacrament seriously as a church, we we've brought this wreckage upon right. ourselves. And it's a little bit different than I, you know, like the the sacraments of initiation, like confirmation. There are a lot of kids who get confirmed who I'm not sure fully comprehend what it is they're asking yeah. for. However, it's a sacrament of initiation. You can do that to babies. Yeah. So there's a trust that the Holy Spirit then does what he says he's going to do. The sacrament of marriage is the only one you confer upon each other, mm-hmm. right? The, the, the priest or the deacon is the witness to the sacrament. The person celebrating the sacrament is the couple. Right, mm-hmm. um, and so they're literally unable to do what we're witnessing they're doing. So the priest or the deacon standing there is witnessing to a lie a good portion of the yeah. time, right, and mm-hmm. knows it sometimes, uh, and we just let it continue. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I think there, you know, because of that, there are a lot of people who are probably in unknowable marriages um, who, if they went to the church and just went through the process which is an uncomfortable yeah. process, right. um, probably could be in a state of grace. And and so as a church, I think we just need to do a better job of loving people in that situation. I don't know. Yep. Hey, speaking of wives and churches and-, and Ooh, uh, speaking of. So here was a news, a story in the news I saw. Um, <laughs> if you're down with wife beating, there's a cleric. <laughs> if you're down with wife what beating. Is, uh, the transition into that, <laughs> I'm- so there's a cleric All in uh, – he's he's a Muslim cleric in a mosque, and I think it was Detroit, who is ex- expounding upon the, the virtues of wife beating. Um, it's a way to remind a woman she's misbehaved. Um, I, <laughs> I don't have a lot to add to this other than I thought, what the hell? Get the text <laughs> message from Chris. So I open it up. I'm like – Excuse me. I <laughs> what? Hold on. When was when these so how were we, all sent yesterday at five p.m. I'm in the car driving home from Arizona, <laughs> and my phone goes off uh, once I get back into an area of service. And my friend Kirsten, who's a youth minister down at uh, Saint Gabe's in Poway, picks my phone up <laughs> it, it, just to see, and she goes, "Really? Wow." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> And she so, just kind of shows me the phone and I'm like, I can't read that right now. I'll look at it later. And she goes, oh, you're going to love this. <laughs> so we, this is how we prep for the show. We send each other's articles throughout the week and we kind of whatever sticks is what sticks. So this is um, Shiite Imam Basim al-Shira educating students on the role of wife beating. And according to the video, the Imam tells the class at Azazar in Detroit that when the, that was totally culturally insensitive too. Yes. When the Quran references such a physical act towards one's wife, it is a beating that should be conducted without causing pain or any red markings, but as a reminder to the woman that she's misbehaved in the cases where words do not make her change her ways. As you would a child. It's just like when, it yeah. in there. Exactly. It's just like when your child reaches to touch the electrical socket or a fire. What do you do? You do like that. Yep. So guess so. I, I converted right then and I let my wife know. Uh, I, <laughs> oh, man, it's just like when your child picks up something dangerous. You hit him. You hit his hand like that as a reminder. That's what beating means. But her behavior is inappropriate. It's not beating like beating, Megan. As long as it doesn't leave a mark. As long as it doesn't leave a mark, you just, you gently slap them. Just. Very gently. Push them <sighs> onto the ground. Very, yeah. You know, there's, there's a, there's an issue with Islam that we don't like to get into. Yeah. Um, 
in you know there's there and it's funny because it's very popular and this kind of goes back to the conversation with the nuns right like not the n-u-n nuns but the n-o-a <laughs> nuns people have no religion in modern context the new atheism wants to say all religion is bad and a lot of times they'll say they'll use islam as a way to paint all religion is bad unfair. um oh, totally unfair and the reality is if you look at christianity and islam right like if you aspire to be a perfect christian Right to fall to be a perfect Christian, you're going to follow the pers- the teachings of Jesus Christ perfectly. So, what are you going to look like, Saint Francis of Assisi, Mother Teresa, you know, Solanus Casey? You know, if, if that that that's what you're going to look like, right? right. Um, because you're going to try to imitate Jesus, who who literally gave up his life on a cross. The way he sought to convert the world was to offer himself as a sacrifice for the world, right? Um, or, or, or you're going to be like the disciples who went out to preach the gospel and were beaten and didn't return it, right? Or they, you know, like St. Paul's life, he was beaten, he was shipwrecked, he was, he was imprisoned, um, and they didn't return those things. Stephen, who was martyred proclaiming God, if you're going to be a perfect Christian, you're going to try to be like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're going to try to be a perfect Muslim, you're going to try to be like Muhammad. Mm-hmm. Well, Muhammad wasn't a peaceful man. Muhammad spread Islam through the sword. I mean, that's how they converted the Arab Peninsula was a conquest of the Arab Peninsula, right? And the way they treated unbelievers wasn't with tolerance. It was with violence, right? Um, And yes, they let Christians and Jews live in sort of a tolerated status if they paid a heavy tax because they were people of the book, right? And that was the way it worked. So if you're going to be a perfect Muslim, you're going to be a man of the sword Mm -hmm. of violence and with multiple wives, mind you, as well, who you get to beat on occasion. And Islam, you know, let's face it, Muhammad himself had like teenage brides. Yeah. Right. Um, not, not, teenage makes it sounds better than it was. Um, and so, I mean, like, it, it's just, like, I think it's just, stories like this just kind of point out, there's a real radical cultural division between the Christian West and, and Christianity, the West is the way it is. Mm-hmm. We can have a militant atheism in the West because of Christianity, right? And the respect for human beings and the respect for the dignity of the human person. And the Islamic East, there's a, there's a tremendous difference between those two. Mm-hmm. It's not reconcilable, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think this is just another, just another instance of that. Yeah. yeah. Nonsense. Wow, did I just end the conversation? Yeah. Just, no, you just um, oh. shed more light on it than ah, we have. Soapboxed, darn it. A <laughs> little bit. No, I'm just saying. Well, it's about 38 minutes. We are coming to the close of this one. Yeah. But I, I just think, you know, as Catholics, as, as people of faith, there, there's some hard things we're going to have to deal with in our walk. Mm. Things like divorce, you know? We have to start confronting these things. Uh, things like Islam, the rise of Islam. We, as Catholics, we have to be able to say... It ain't all good. Yeah. Like, that doesn't mean I'm going to treat these people badly. It doesn't mean I'm going to show discrimination against anyone. But when it comes down to the ideals or the way of life you're teaching or the the falsehoods about God that you're teaching, I have to stand up vigilantly and say, no, there's a better way. And if I follow your line of thinking out to its logical end, wife beating makes sense. And that's not okay. Well, and I I think the, the biggest fear about taking that stance is how f- like like what we were saying about things in school somebody yeah. says something yep that was not in the connotation of of being mean towards somebody right but because you don't agree you get thrown under the bus right i can't say what i honestly what i just said 
about Islam? If you said it in a in a public place, oh my gosh, you would have there would be issues, right? Yeah, there would be. Oh, I mean, hey, if I said uh, so on um, Twitter right now, um, live action, I think just got banned from Twitter. Uh, Pinterest. Pinterest. Oh, from Pinterest. Yeah. Pinterest. Because they said they were spreading false information about medicine. And live action is, is an anti-abortion group handed by uh, what's what's her name, Lila Grace, or what's her name, Lila Lila. I don't remember. I, anyway, but they do a lot I, of yeah, they I do a know. lot of work to spread truth mm-hmm. about the abortion industry, right? And so those those undercover videos were live live action. Um, and they just oh, yeah. got banned from Pinterest permanently because yeah. what was what was the reasoning? Um, their information is medically and physically harmful to people who view it. Yeah. And it's like, um, actually, I'm pretty sure the abortion the abortion is, is right. medically, medically, physically, physically. Right. emotionally, yeah. right, mentally, like every possibility harmful the, to the human person. This gets back to our last conversation. So the reality is, so th- just saying what we just said, I could get shut down on our podcast yeah. could get shut off if Apple wanted to, yeah, or Twitter wanted to. We could not post stuff like this. Um, but this gets back to the last episode we talked to. The way you spread the gospel isn't on social media. It's talking, it's talking to people, face, face, right? Yeah. And we're going to have to get used to being uncomfortable and being persecuted. Mm-hmm. So I, I have a, a good friend uh, out in Kansas, and um, they just went and did a St. Paul's outreach uh, weekend. Like the, okay. So it was an evangelization intensive. Wait, that's they really went cool. And, and so they talk about evangelization. She's a Catholic speaker, uh, Noel Garcia. And so she went out, and she, they, she thinks, oh, I'm an evangelist. I go out and speak all the time. And then they went out on the streets. And they had to go out to try to evangelize people to share the gospel on the streets. And she came back and was like destroyed. Like she and her husband Aww. were both just wrecked. And she's like, I don't know anything about evangelizing. I, you know, because this is talking to people who don't invite me to speak about it, sharing right. with people who don't yeah. like being yelled at by people who are just walking by when I'm talking to them about Jesus. You know what I mean? Uh, and we're going to have to be comfortable with being beaten. Visit verbally yeah. mm-hmm. at this point in our history, but I, I think it's coming to a time where it, it's going to be a different. And that's where we're at. Where we are, you know, Jesus was a sign of contradiction, and, yeah. and we're called to be the same. Well, and I remember a, a while back on one of the other podcasts that we had done, like Christians being tossed to lions. Yeah. Oh, for, absolutely. For, for not yeah, yeah. for not giving for not giving in. Right. Right. Not that's, offering the pinch of incense. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. the direction mm-hmm. more so than ever now. Like. I think when we had that conversation, I was like, yeah, yeah, it's headed in that direction. But that was not even two years ago. Yeah. I remember having that conversation. Yeah. And here we are that you can't even go out and say something that's very objectively wrong. Right. Is subjectively right to somebody else. And if I say that I don't agree, I'm in trouble. We're just like at a place I'm, where, yeah, I, if I just say what has been the traditional teaching of the Catholic Church for 2,000 years, it's hate speech. Yep. yep. If I just say what is biologic, biologically correct, it's hate speech. Yeah. If I just post embryology on Pinterest, mm. I'm banned. Like, how do you even do that? I don't get how you can just ban it. I, they, it's a, There's it's a, so yeah. many other things that are... It's widely a disputed privately held corporation or it's a publicly traded corporation so but yeah this is this is I crazy can't thing. believe it I, I again but Christian women will continue to use Pinterest yep. in great yep. hordes because mm-hmm. they just don't we're just we're, we're sheep yeah anyway. well yeah. hey we are crossing the 43 minute mark so hey this has been the afternoon morning show brought to you by 
Everyday Catholic. The Everyday Catholic is a 501c3, and we depend on the support of listeners like you. If you like the show or any of the other things that Everyday Catholic is doing, you can go ahead and be a part of it at everydaycatholic.com donate. And those donations keep us doing what we're doing. So um, if you have any questions, email us, contact form at everydaycatholic.com. God bless, guys. We'll catch you later. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.